Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is June 21st, and we will be reading paragraphs 1341 through 1348 today. And it is the feast of St. Aloysius Gonzaga. And we are right smack dab in the middle of the Sacrament of the Eucharist. So buckle in tight today. And we begin, as always, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do this in memory of me. The command of Jesus to repeat his actions and words until he comes does not only ask us to remember Jesus and what he did. It is directed at the liturgical celebration by the apostles and their successors of the memorial of Christ, of his life, of his death, of his resurrection, and of his intercession in the presence of the Father. From the beginning, the church has been faithful to the Lord's command. Of the church of Jerusalem, it is written, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. They partook of food with glad and generous hearts. It was above all on the first day of the week, Sunday, the day of Jesus' resurrection, that the Christians met to break bread. From that time on down to our own day, the celebration of the Eucharist has been continued, so that today we encounter it everywhere in the church with the same fundamental structure. It remains the center of the church's life. Thus, from celebration to celebration, as they proclaim the paschal mystery of Jesus until he comes, the pilgrim people of God advances, following the narrow way of the cross, toward the heavenly banquet, when all the elect will be seated at the table of the kingdom. Roman numeral four, the liturgical celebration of the Eucharist, the mass of all ages. As early as the second century, we have the witness of St. Justin Martyr for the basic lines of the order of the Eucharistic celebration. They have stayed the same until our own day for all the great liturgical families. St. Justin wrote to the pagan emperor Antoninus Pius, 138-161, to around the year 155, explaining what Christians did. On the day we call the Day of the Sun, all who dwell in the city or country gather in the same place. The memoirs of the apostles and the writings of the prophets are read, as much as time permits. When the reader has finished, he who presides over those gathered admonishes and challenges them to imitate these beautiful things. Then we all rise together and offer prayers for ourselves and for all others, wherever they may be, so that we may be found righteous by our life and actions and faithful to the commandments so as to obtain eternal salvation. When the prayers are concluded, we exchange the kiss. Then someone brings bread and a cup of water and wine mixed together to him who presides over the brethren. He takes them and offers praise and glory to the Father of the universe. Through the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, 
and for a considerable time he gives thanks, in Greek, Eucharistian, that we have been judged worthy of these gifts. When he has concluded the prayers and thanksgivings, all present give voice to an acclamation by saying, Amen. When he who presides has given thanks and the people have responded, those whom we call deacons give to those present the Eucharisted bread, wine, and water, and take them to those who are absent. The liturgy of the Eucharist unfolds according to a fundamental structure which has been preserved throughout the centuries down to our own day. It displays two great parts that form a fundamental unity, the gathering, the liturgy of the word, with readings, homily, and general intercessions, the liturgy of the Eucharist, with the presentation of the bread and wine, the consecratory thanksgiving, and communion. The liturgy of the word and liturgy of the Eucharist together form one single act of worship, the Eucharistic table set for us is the table both of the Word of God and of the body of the Lord. Is this not the same movement as the Paschal meal of the risen Jesus with his disciples? Walking with them, he explained the scriptures to them. Sitting with them at table, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. The movement of the celebration. All gather together. Christians come together in one place over for the Eucharistic assembly. At its head is Christ himself, the principal agent of the Eucharist. He is high priest of the new covenant. It is he himself who presides invisibly over every Eucharistic celebration. It is in representing him that the bishop or priest, acting in the person of Christ the head, in persona Christi Capitis, presides over the assembly, speaks after the readings, receives the offerings, and says the Eucharistic prayer. All have their own active parts to play in the celebration, each in his own way. Readers, those who bring up the offerings, those who give communion, and the whole people whose amen manifests their participation. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com. And you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.